0: And I'm your host, Ron Schmelzer, and AI
1: best practices. That is the theme, as it always has been. But I think, you know, when tools like generative AI have come about that it seemed to make things so easy that you can get results in just a few seconds, uh, people think, well, maybe I don't need best practices. I can just throw AI into everything and do everything. Well, if you've been paying attention to the news, you'll see that a lot of organizations have been getting themselves into trouble and also not realizing their goals by simply applying everything AI to everything. So one of the things that we do here on the AI Today podcast is we really focus on those best practices for you our listeners who are really trying to make AI work for you today, You're the solution providers who are implementing AI projects for yourselves or for others. And of course, you don't want to be failing on your projects, especially if you have customers who are depending on you. So uh, we are thrilled that you are here listening to us on the AI Today podcast. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe so you can hear these interviews that we have with AI thought leaders, as well as our series that we do on AI education, AI best practices, trustworthy AI, generative AI, and so many other things uh, that are happening right now here with AI Today in the future as well as running these AI projects for you.
0: Exactly, and we always like to talk to people who are actually doing AI and also folks in our CPM AI community so that you can hear firsthand you know, from our community why they signed up for CPM AI, how it's helping them, and maybe you can learn a little bit more about it yourself. We're so excited to have with us today Selvi The Vathasen, who is senior project manager and consultant and is also CPMAI certified. So welcome and thanks so much for joining us today.
2: Hi there. Thank you for having me.
0: We'd like to start by having you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your background.
2: Sure. Um, so I've worked in IT uh, 15 plus years as a project management consultant, um, helping organizations um, implement technology to solve their business problems and to meet their business goals. Um, I've worked in many different industries uh, from media, telecom, pensions, and uh, most recently, utilities. I'm looking forward to putting to uh, use the skills I gained. Uh, in the CPM AI training uh, to use in my next engagement. So I'm really excited and uh, hopefully I'll have an opportunity to do that soon.
1: Well, great. Well, so thrilled to have you here. And I know one of the great things about going through the training and education as you did with CPM AI can be a mouthful for many, and I know it is, just for those who are not familiar with the CPMI, it's the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology, which is a step-by-step approach for running AI projects. And it follows best practices which have been around, well, for decades in terms of data projects. Of course, running AI projects hasn't necessarily been around for decades, unless you've been in research, in which case maybe you've been doing it, as say, a slightly different way. But for our listeners who may not be familiar, we have provided a methodology that includes both the training and a certification that gives others a signal that know that shows to others that you know what you're talking about and also know how to implement uh, AI projects with some sort of regularity, predictability, and of course success. Well, it's, well, later on, we'll tell you all about our intro to CPMA as well, so you can learn more about that. But I think you know, focusing a little bit on that, as I was hinting. While AI projects might be a somewhat new thing uh, for most, data projects have been going on, well, since we've had data projects, decades, right? And I know this is an area that you have had some uh, ex- experience even before the AI uh, things that you've been working on. So maybe tell us a little bit from your perspective as a project manager and has been implementing solutions as a consultant as well. You know What challenges have you seen with data projects uh, from your perspective and all your experiences uh, in the past?
2: Well, I think the number one issue um, on a lot of technology projects is data quality. Um, I think in my experience, people tend to underestimate the quality of the data that they have, and also the effort required to uh, identify the issues, identify solutions to the cleanup and to do the cleanup itself. Um, I've been on many projects where uh, that this part of the project has not been uh, properly assessed and estimated. Um, And I think also, once you've dealt with the uh, data quality issues of the historical data and the current data, um, there's also the challenge of putting into place um, standards uh, and quality criteria to ensure that the data you collect going forward uh, meets the standards you require for the solution that, you, that you've that you implemented. And you really need... Um, ownership of that data, uh, good um, data stewards, um, who will ensure that, and and typically, I think these um, owners need to be in the business, because after all, it's business data. Um, So you need uh, to identify and to get agreements that going forward, you will have people who own the data and who'll ensure that the the standards are uh, put into place.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, because, you know, AI projects really are data projects. We always say data is the heart of AI. And yet and even though data projects have been around now for decades, like Ron said, it seems to be that you know people still just don't have a good maybe fundamental understanding of what it takes to ha- to run data projects, the issues that you can run into. And when we talk to others, we find that there can be challenges, you know, with line of business and technical teams to even sometimes get the data that you need because people aren't talking the same language and so if you're not get you know even at the same organization so if you're not speaking that language then you're not getting the data that you need and then you get stalled with your with your AI projects as a result or data projects and so you know I think it's going to continue to be a struggle but hopefully people are realizing and understanding how critical and important these skills are so how has CPMAI methodology in particular helped grow these key skills that you were looking for for yourself including providing the knowledge lexicon and credibility that you were looking for
2: Well I think over the last few years like a lot of people um I've been following the developments around AI and machine learning um you know things really started to pick up when chat GPT was released and um I attended many talks and conferences on the subject, and I kept on hearing that, you know, a lot of these uh, projects tend to fail. And I really wanted to understand why. Why were these projects failing um, and how to deliver uh, these types of projects successfully? Um, and in my research to try to figure out the how and the why, um, I happened upon your course. And um It really, you know, taking your course really provided that the background and the context I think I needed around um, AI and machine learning to properly digest the methodology that you were teaching. So you brought all of these things together. Um, There is a lot of information out there about these topics and a lot of noise. And I think going through this course, it helped me connect all the dots And to bring into focus what, you know, you really needed to do, um, it gave me a uh, tactical and practical framework to uh, understand how to assess whether a project requires a cognitive solution uh, to look at the data aspect and to understand that, you know, uh, 80% of the project is really going to be around your data. and. Uh, how to structure the project and to uh, execute it. So um, I think that that's what it gave to me. And uh, a plus was that there was an actual certification um, that was offered as part of the training. I think that certification gives you a lot of credibility when you go out and try to um, get these types of projects um, off the ground. Yeah, I think that's
1: really important. You said a lot of great things there because of so many little nuggets in in what you were saying. I think one of the first things you mentioned is that there is a lot of, I would say, knowledge out there about AI in general. But I think the problems you were finding was the same problems that we found when we were putting together the CPMA methodology, which is that if you're looking to be a developer or you're looking to be a machine learning engineer or a data scientist, you can find things like how to do some algorithm in Python. Or you can find some skills, hard skills in data science around probability or some you know linear algebra or some of the tools of data science working with uh, data science notebooks and things like that. But they don't really teach you how to run an uh, an AI project. So somebody' would be like, "I need to solve this problem. And you're like, well, I, I can I can do the pi- if you tell me what the problem is, I and tell me, give me the data. I can do the make the Python work, right? Or if you if you give me the data, right? And I'm like, well, that's the hard that's the hard part. If you can give me the data, if you can tell me the problem. So who is determining what the problem is? Who is determining the state of the data? That is where the big gap was. And it's curious because they're really still, I mean, other than what the the, the instructions we're providing and the certification CPMAI, there is still not as much emphasis and focus here as there should be. I mean, uh, uh, you know, what are your thoughts about sort of like the the missing gaps in 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 this area? Yeah?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that the information out there is also very siloed. So you get little bits and pieces about different aspects of um, of this type of uh, solution, but there is nothing out there that brings it all together into a framework from start to finish. So I think that's where this training really shines. It brings together, first of all, it gives you a lot of background and context before getting into the methodology itself. And then it brings together all the different steps um, so that you can actually, you know, go from ideation to execution and operationalize it. So to implement the solution, right? So um, I think it's great for that. It, It gives you a real playbook that you can use in real life. So I really love that aspect of it. And you touched on the intro at some point. So you do have a free intro that gives you an overview of the training itself. And um, that was one of the things that really sold me on this training because it allowed you to, um, as a student, understand uh, the con, the quality, and um, the pace, and just the you know how the actual training was going to be delivered. So,
1: yeah, well, that's a good segue for our listeners who are interested in getting an introduction to what we are talking about: CPMAI methodology. Just to see if it's for you, also, uh, what you know, some some of the details at a high level of how the methodology is and how it works. This framework for AI project management. You can go to ai.today.live/slash intro. Um, and that'll take you to the free entry course. I think it's about an hour or two, uh, mm-hmm. with like some, some Q and A in there and a little bit about the, uh, the some exercises and some, some stuff about the seven patterns. Uh, but this is all good. We don't really want to make this podcast too much of, of, a, of a, just a straight testimonial on CPMAI, although it's very helpful for our listeners who might be interested to learn more, I think, um, or AI today.live slash CPMAI that both links actually do work, but, uh, uh, I think we've been saying in our previous podcast, the link to the intro is ai todaylive slash but the other one works as well. Um, so 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 getting a little more into your experience and maybe some of the areas that that you were thinking about, you know, some of the gaps that you were looking to fill, and and maybe, maybe some advice to others who may be interested in getting into the field of managing AI projects. Uh, of course, for those who might be interested in, in in getting a certification as well. But like, you know, what is sort of your general feedback for those who may have some project management experience, but not AI specific, or maybe not even data specific? From your perspective, kind of like, what does that sort of transitionary uh, path look like?
2: In terms of learning more about AI and machine learning?
1: Yeah, and just perhaps in terms of guidance as to where they should look, Uh, you know, for, 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 for insights, maybe even a career path, like things that they can develop, you know, for themselves that would be helpful if they're looking to, to uh, get into AI project management?
2: Well, I mean, I think your course is a great place to start. Uh, I think that um, for myself, I know that I uh, looked at a lot of um, free information that's out there Uh, on the internet. And I would would recommend going to conferences. I think uh, there are a lot of conferences out there that bring together uh, vendors, um, researchers, a lot of people in the AI space um, that have um, really interesting talks as as an introduction into this um, this, uh, AI and machine learning um, space. Um, LinkedIn has a lot of great info as well. People post um, various uh, projects that they're working on. And I know you have a LinkedIn community as well that uh, you can join once you get the certification. So I think um, there are a lot of places to find information, but um, I think you uh, are a little bit more hard pressed to find detailed information and quality information. That's what I would say. Um, The other thing I think um, about this particular training and and your group, the thing I liked as well, it is for everybody. Uh, I'm a project manager manager, and I learned a lot through this uh, training. However, I think, um, you know, product uh, managers, solution architects, uh, you know, (laughs) business owners in general could uh, gain a lot by going through a course like this.
0: Yeah, you know, that's great to hear. And I think that as people continue to talk about AI, they continue to look for different places that they can connect with others, that they can continue to learn. You know, people want to connect with peers, but then they also want to connect with maybe others in the space who might not be necessarily either a peer within their field or um, on the same level. You know, they're aspiring to uh reach beyond what they currently are. So it is it is nice to have that community and you're right, CPMAI we do have a really nice global community now of folks so that um there's a place to connect, right? And that you can continue to learn well beyond this is done because this is just the beginning of your AI journey. You know, we always talk about AI journeys and folks are are on all different areas of that and organizations as well. When we talk to very large organizations, sometimes we continue to be surprised maybe at how new on their AI journey they are, um, as we thought that, that they would be. But that's what's nice about this, right? That it is a journey. So we always like mm-hmm. to ask our guests one final question, because you're able to bring in you know, your own unique experiences. I know that you you love to learn. You go to a lot of conferences. You talk to others. So what do you believe the future of AI is in general and its application to organizations and beyond?
2: Well, I mean, things are changing at such a, you know, rapid pace these days. Um, I, I I would imagine that, you know, some form of AI will, we'll be using some form of AI in both our personal and professional lives. And um, it will be, you know, very commonplace soon. Um, I think humans obviously will still be in the loop. Uh, but hopefully um, these solutions will allow us to uh focus more on the creative and innovative aspects of um of our lives um at least that's the the that's the dream um and uh one area that I'm really interested in is the hyper personalization aspect of AI I know that that's still I guess a ways off and it's Fairly complicated, but I love the idea that going forward we will uh, be able to get very personalized solutions. Whether it's you know I don't know um, in the healthcare field, uh, for example, I was at a um, angel investor pitch session where someone pitched a solution, um, uh, a mobile solution. That uh, would allow uh, people to use um, the solution to scan for breast cancer, and this is uh, a solution that they're uh, testing right now. So um, things like that that will, you know, help to uh, improve our health and well-being, and uh, overall, maybe give more time back to us to do the things that we really enjoy
1: that's important. And of course, AI to hopefully help us do the things that we enjoy even better. <laughs> 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 augmented intelligence, we talk about a lot. And yeah, I mean, we see a lot of great adoption of AI, even hyper-personalization, while some might say it's a ways off, we're actually seeing quite a bit more advancement of that, in especially in the field of marketing and in uh, products and product recommendation systems and all the things we're dealing with on a daily basis. That is for sure. We actually have a recent podcast that we did With uh, Nick at Diageo, where he was talking about what's my whiskey. So, for our listeners here who may want to go back and listen to that. Uh, I guess they have this little thing now. You tell it what kind of flavors you like, and it recommends a, a good whiskey for you. That's what they do at Diageo. There's a, that's a way of combining technology interests and personal interests with a little bit okay. sprinkled in. So anyway, Selby, this has been th- fantastic. Uh, we're obviously going to keep track of uh, all your AI projects as they move forward. And for our listeners, again, as mentioned, if you're interested in becoming part of our LinkedIn CPMI community, basically all you need to do is enroll and be part of one of our CPMI training and certifications. We have a whole community of folks who are engaging with each other and helping each other advance their AI journeys and advance their AI projects. And hey, the more the better. This is all a network effect. So I want to thank you, Sylvie, uh, so much for joining us here on the AI Today podcast and sharing your insights with our audience.
2: Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Kathleen, for having me. Yeah, thanks
0: so much for joining us today. And listeners, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. Also rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. We'll also make sure to link to the different podcasts that we talked about today, as well as our CPM AI training and certification and the free intro course. I know that many of our listeners take advantage of that. Um, and many people use that, uh, you know, to, to see what CPM AI is all about before they sign up for the actual training and certification. So we'll link to those in the show notes as well. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at aitoday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools, handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica, All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.